At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is The Edge with Jonathan Von Tobel and Matt Humans on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's up, folks? Welcome in to another edition of The Edge here on VSIN, the sports betting network. we got a lot to get to today. Of course, reaction from Game 3 of the NBA Finals as the Celtics take a 2-1 series lead. A lot of baseball. Angels continue to lose games. Man, we got a lot over the next hour or so. And uh, golf tournaments, of course, underway. Angels not only lose games, they can't score a run. Uh, no. Yeah, no, that's that's typically a problem. Let's talk uh, basketball first, though. I got my Celtic green shirt on today. Nice. Got the green pin. We're you all, know what? We're all in on the Celtics <laughs> Dang, at this man. point, huh? I'm, I'm kicking myself now. Because it was one of those moments where I was in my closet and I was looking at my shirts and I was like, I should wear the green one today. And I was like, nah, I'm not going to do that. We could have matched. It was like a similar shade of green. 116-100, the final score. Celtics uh, with a really strong win Again, last night. Huh? The number doesn't matter. Uh, no, number does not matter. No, no. Uh, three and a half, they win by 16. Looked like maybe for a second it would, uh, but ultimately not the case. Game goes just over the total of 214 and a half. So I will ask you this. I know what my main takeaway was from last night, but I'm curious if my observation is the same as others. What was your main takeaway after watching yesterday's game? Main takeaway is the Celtics uh, got more physical. I thought they got pushed around in game two, and they came back, and they were the bully in game three. And that's typically the way these series go sometimes. After a team loses a game, what's that old saying, JVT? How many times do you have to get your teeth kicked in before you stop smiling, right? And the, I didn't, uh, didn't realize that was a saying. Cool. Yeah, that's a good and, one. And, I get it. And the teeth. Celtics got wow, their teeth yeah. kicked in in game two, and, uh, and they weren't smiling when they came out for game three, were they? <laughs> no. So I thought that the, the key, though, was that they responded after Clay and Curry got hot and they erased that 18 point deficit and took a one point lead. I said, This is a, a critical juncture in the game right here because you can't let the Warriors continue uh, to lead this game. The Celtics, I think, responded with the next five points mm-hmm. and then they gradually expanded on the lead. When you blow an 18 point lead, You've got to take back control of the game immediately, and that's what the Celtics did. I think uh, that's called responding to adversity. And in general, the whole thing is just that cliche. It was a bounce back, and that's what the Celtics did last night. Yeah, I think for me, you hit on the head, which was uh, it, it ties into physicality. Um, but the it, it was clear for the Celtics on offense, outside of the defense. We are bigger. 
we are stronger, mm-hmm. and we are going to go at the weak links on this defense, and we are going to get into the painted area of the floor. Which and they did not do in game two. No, they didn't. And from there, right? And, and you know, it's funny. It's good, I'm glad you bring that up. So there was like this controversy. It's not a controversy, but you know, a lot of people were making a lot of the numbers within four feet of the basket in game two, right? Essentially layups, restricted area, all that stuff. And that some of the numbers were saying that the Celtics only got two shots at the rim in game two. But the thing is, mm-hmm. Because each home team is responsible for scoring, the Warriors actually have this weird thing with the way they keep score of shots at the rim. Unless it's a dunk, the scorekeepers in Golden State don't count it as a uh, as a shot at the rim. What? Yeah. So if you look at like some of the numbers wow. statistically for Golden State, you'll see this year, like in this postseason That's coming strange. into this series, they only had a rim frequency defensively of like 18%. It was, it was incredible if you looked at it on the surface, but most of that came from playing at home. So anyway, but you saw here today, and the numbers backed that up, or last night, 17 of 26 within four feet of the basket. They drew five shooting fouls. 12 of 19 from short mid-range, which is that area from four to 14 feet. A lot of that damage done in the paint, and as a whole, Matt, 52 to 26, the Celtics outscore the Warriors in the painted area of the floor. Like, yeah. that's what you saw. Like, it was just, we're going to force Steph Curry to get on us. We're going to force Jordan Poole to get on us. And we're going to go after these guys one-on-one. We saw Marcus Smart do it a couple of times as well. And I think that's what really, like, really started them down that path of physicality. We could talk about them defensively. But I thought that was my big takeaway, was you really saw them kind of get into their bag and go, you know what? We're bigger. We're stronger. Like, we're quicker. Let's just take advantage of this and go mano a mano And it really worked for them. And you're right about that because uh, I thought one of the important sequences in the game was about that time the Warriors had wiped out the lead and Marcus Smart drove to the rim on back-to-back possessions. Instead of settling for threes and jacking up threes, Mm -hmm. drive to the rim and he got back-to-back layups. They were contested layups, but he fought his way to the rim and he got there. I think the Celtics got to do that more often. Yeah, Uh, Like you said, they're bigger, they're more physical. He can't just settle uh, for 45 three-point shots in every game. I think last night the Celtics had about, what, about 37, 38, 35 three-point attempts. But that's a better number than 45 because that means you're going to be driving to the rim more often. You have to break down the defense on the dribble, and that's where things start. If you can break down the defense on the dribble and attack the rim, then it opens up the entire floor. And I thought the Celtics did a pretty good job of that last yeah, night. Yeah, 35. Two of them were like those like you know end-of-quarter heaves. So like cleaning the glass takes those out. Mm-hmm. So as a whole, cleaning the glass had him at 13 of 33 from three, which would put you at 39.4% for Boston. Which is not a great percent, but it's okay. But I, I just... I'm happy to see a lower number of three-pointers. You're getting up there around, when you're shooting 40 to 50 three-pointers a game and you're the more physical team and you got the, the guys who are more capable of driving to the basket yep. and scoring, you, got, you have to take advantage of that. Yeah, 45 attempts inside of 14 feet compared to 33 yeah. attempts from beyond the arc. So yeah. it's a, it seemed like a pretty good balance for them. Um, and, and I think, too, when you now as we kind of move forward in this series, and I'm not done with uh, this game that we just watched, it is worth noting that we saw this open up Boston minus three and a half for game um, four on Friday. Total open up of 215 and a half immediately went uh, to five. Uh, but how about this? So let's get into some of these individual performances. Let's talk about some other stuff that happened from this game last night. Uh, and there is a lot to get to. First off, we'll talk about the big three for the Boston Celtics. Uh, this is from ESPN Stats and Info Warriors. Uh, 0-9 when Marcus Smart contested the shot uh, in game three. Also, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, and Marcus Smart, the first trio to each have 20 points, five rebounds, five assists in an NBA Finals game since Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, Magic, uh, no, oh yeah, Magic Johnson, right? And uh, yeah. Cooper in 1984. Yeah, that's actually uh, pretty impressive what Brown, Tatum, and Smart all did last night. And uh, it reminded me of the uh, Lakers in the 80s. I'm sure it did you too. Of course. <laughs> all that footage that I saw during um, Magic or Winning. Is it Winning Time? What's the HBO show? Yeah, Whatever. it was called Winning Time, I yeah. think. I only watched about 10 minutes of it. I thought it wasn't, the act- that, it wasn't the, that good. The acting was bad. It was just, I couldn't do it. Uh, I like documentaries. Well, that, that was a docudrama. That's that, like right, that have real yeah. footage and the real characters, not Dude, you know what corny I looking actors. You know huh? that I watched the other day, actually. I can't remember what it was called. This is just a quick aside. Uh, the 30 for 30 on the Orlando Magic when they, when they first got Shaq uh, and Penny Hardaway it. and everything like that. But, like, because I'm, I'm with you. Like, I like those documentaries, things like that. I, it, I was writing during a game and I was just looking up and it just started. And two hours later, I'd watch the whole thing. I was like, this thing's freaking awesome. I've never seen a bad 30 for 30. <laughs> right. I, I record a lot of them and end up watching them later. Hey, can we throw that graphic up one more time? the previous graphic on the uh, the Celtics. We were talking about what the big three did uh, last night, talking about Brown, Tatum, and Smart. 
Uh, just personally, JVT, I think Marcus Smart locked up the MVP last night. What? Warriors were 0 for 9 when Smart contested the <laughs> shot last night. How do you not give the guy the MVP? You know I'm joking. I've yes. got him at 100 to 1 to win MVP. I need Marcus Smart to have a couple 30-point games here to close out this series. you got to start doing what I do when I have something. Just start campaigning <laughs> on social media. I mean, there's, I no, there's no shame. I'm not going to do that. Um, it didn't work. Uh, it has before. <laughs> It didn't really work. Um, it didn't work for your defensive player of the year. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Uh, did I have something in defensive player of the year this year? I had no idea. Hey, we got this too. The odds yeah. are in the Celtics' favor at this point. There's no question. Talking about a series that uh, is tied going to game three. The previous 39 times teams have split the first two games of the NBA Finals. The winner of game three went on to win the series 82% of the time. Nice. You're going to see a similar stat after game five if – the Celtics win game five to go up 3-2. Oh, right. But I, I believe the Celtics at this point are going to win this series probably in six games. I initially picked it in seven. Uh, I really think if they play smart basketball, they're going to close this thing out in six. I know you think it might might be five, but I would think the Warriors will probably find a way to get one more win. So through three games, um, now that we've seen this on the floor, it – I'm not crazy to think that the Celtics are clearly the better team. Oh, they're, right? clear, they're clearly the better team, but they, they just got to play smart basketball, right. and you got to be more physical. You got to be uh, you got to be intelligent, and you got to be physical. And if they do that, they're going to win this series. Well, well, and that goes back to so you brought up the key moment, which is what we should hit on really quick. So that third quarter. So again, they they lose the third quarter, thirty three to twenty five. And what was driving me crazy in the third quarter, because the Celtics have been doing this all series long. They have been kind of dropping on Steph Curry. Like, and the, the Warriors are running screens like really high up. Like the second they cross in half court, there's a screen for Steph Curry. So it's a little bit tougher to kind of come, you know, when you're playing drop, whatever. Um, yeah. But I thought one of the big differences was Al Horford dropping compared to what Robert Williams was doing was a massive difference. Horford was just kind of standing near the free throw line and not really doing much. Robert Williams was keeping his drop a little bit tighter, but also to the point where he's so long and athletic that he could leap back and contest a shot and make a bit really big difference. And I thought at the end of that third quarter, because you mentioned the five straight points, right, when they kind of stopped the bleeding or whatever, also that coincided with flipping out Horford and Robert Williams, going from Horford as yeah. a lone big to Williams as a lone big. Mm -hmm. Williams was awesome yesterday. I thought he was absolutely incredible, and he's playing on one knee, and we'll hear about that in the, in the next segment because we have a, some footage, or excuse me, from some uh, words from Ime Udoka on it. But I thought Robert Williams, we talk about like individual game MVPs, yesterday was a Robert Williams game. He was incredible. He was a game best plus 21 for the Boston Celtics, and I thought him coming on the floor in the third quarter made a massive difference. Well, it was a defensive adjustment because yeah. – uh, I thought Van Gundy did a great job of pointing it out right away. Yeah. Is that when, uh, and I know you were tweeting about it last night too, you can't go under screens on Steph Curry. And you got to know this by now. Mm -hmm. You have to know this by now. You can't just, oh, suddenly it occurred to you in the third game, third quarter of the third game of the NBA Finals, hey, maybe we shouldn't go under the screens on Steph Curry. <laughs> you got to get over the screens. And when you have another defender, he's got to come up in his face. You can't sit back. Right. You can't give him time to come roll off the screen and get his jumper off. I don't know why Al Horford was defending like that last night, but Odoka made um, – Probably, I was going to say an immediate adjustment, but I think he waited a little bit too long. He should have made an adjustment a little bit quicker. Anyway. This is the best adjustment here. Here, go ahead. He's my favorite coach from now on. Uh, Steve Bolpit, who covers the Celtics, tweeted this yesterday, uh, last night. Ime Udoka may have saved the Celtics with a key question during a timeout. According to a source, Udoka stepped into the huddle and said, will you guys stop playing like a-holes? Yeah. End quote. <laughs> and uh, as he notes, may have our coaching moment of the that year. That might have been right after the seven-point possession. Yes. That was when Al Horford fouled Curry twice on the three-pointer. One was, uh, what, what do you call it, a flagrant? It was yeah, a flagrant, flagrant foul, and then uh, the Warriors followed up with another three-pointer, a seven-point possession to help wipe out that 18-point deficit. Let's, How many times have you seen a seven-point possession? Not many. Uh, not uh, often. I can't recall one. We'll hear from the best coach in the NBA, Ime Udoka, when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. It's 104 degrees outside, Matt Human. Summer's here, and the summer special's here as well. Only $39. You're going to get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. That includes Adam Burke's Daily Major League Baseball Best Bets. That's more important because the finals are coming to an end. Um, how about this? Andy McNeil breaking down all the action on the ice all the way through the Stanley Cup playoffs. We're getting close to the Stanley Cup final. And, of course, best bets in the NBA finals as it comes to its end. If you want the full VEASAN experience, check it out. 39 bucks. Subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash something. Yeah, it's supposed to be 110 uh, tomorrow and Saturday. Golf weather. It's golf weather. I'm getting the golf clubs out of the closet this weekend. Can we, uh, tee it up. Huh? Can we, so let's can I get a single shot of Matt, and let's take a screenshot, please. And then in like a month... When Matt is insanely brown, let's let's do a side by side because we will see a stark difference. I would say in like a what a month or so. Oh yeah, to middle of July from now to middle. Of <laughs> Telling you. Uh, all right, so let's bring up a couple of things uh, about yesterday's game before we spin this forward into what we're going to see on Friday. Uh, first of which, I brought up Ian Doka. So let's hear from him really quickly, and he'll he'll back up what I was talking about. I thought Williams was Robert Williams was great mm-hmm. yesterday, and finally healthy. That's the other thing. I mean, I shouldn't say finally healthy. At least wasn't feeling his knee as much. Much, uh, but Ime Udoka gave word to this last night, Matt, about how the impact he had in that game was immense. Especially down the stretch, just how much was Rob's presence at the rim helping you guys just do what you had to do defensively? Yeah, it was huge. And, you know, not only the shots that he did block, I think he got four tonight, um, but the ones he altered and his presence down there, of course, uh, deters guys from driving. But, you know, he was a big part of what we did, staying big tonight, getting those 15 offensive rebounds and 22 second chance points. And so those were much needed. And, you know, we want to try to impose our will and, and our size in this series. And uh, it's going to be a back and forth battle as far as that. But um, when we get nights like this from him, Rob, or him and Al, obviously pays dividends for us. Yeah, the big highlight being, of course, uh, rotating over and just swatting the crap out of a Steph, yeah. Sir, uh, out of a Steph Curry shot uh, that ultimately you got to have a rim protector. Yep, and, and you can see the difference, right? There's a couple of games where he's kind of going up and down the floor and he's not really looking healthy. Yesterday was the game that, in which he looked the most comfortable. You know what other thing we need to talk about that we haven't hit on? A key mm-hmm. lesson. I thought the Celtics did a great job crashing the boards. Yeah, uh, They're rebounding. They got a lot of second-chance opportunities. They took opportunities away from the Warriors because their rebounding well, was so good. They were so aggressive attacking uh, rebounds and loose balls. And that's what you do when you're a desperate team. So that was another key to last night's game. You know, if, he did, if Uboka walked, <laughs> walked by the studio out there in the sports book, I'm not sure I'd recognize him. Every time I've seen him, he's got that mask on that covers more than half of his face. Yes, very true. <laughs> Steve uh, Kerr stands out, stands out there with no mask on mm-hmm. most of the time. Does the NBA have a consistent? Does NBA have a rule, or is it up to the individual coach if you want to? I could wear be the wrong. mask. I could be wrong. I think the it might be similar to the, I know the NHL, like in media availability, media members have to wear uh, their masks around players. So I don't know if it's something similar. 
to that. But I think it might be probably like a, a policy thing. I would assume. Kerr seems to go without a mask a lot. But um, the important thing as we kind of look forward yes. to this from Udoka and the adjustments is how well they've done up to this point. So then let's talk about the negative here, which is the Golden State Warriors. And it's a good call by you, by the way. 47 rebounds to 31 for the uh, – for the Golden State Warriors. So that I'll tell was, you what, it seemed even more lopsided than that. One of the worst yeah. performances you're going to see in an NBA Finals game, though, was uh, one Draymond Green. And this is from Mike Adams, who has been on the program before um, and did a great job. How bad was Draymond Green, you ask? There have been 2,553 instances of a player logging at least 34 minutes in an NBA Finals game. Draymond Green is the first one of them to foul out with fewer than five points, five rebounds, and five assists. Arguably, Micah says, the least impactful game in finals history. Yeah, he did a lot of yapping yes, in, the, uh, in a couple, two, two and a half days between games, and sometimes you just need to shut up and play. I think Draymond Green right now needs to uh, take that advice because uh, the more he runs his mouth, sometimes he thinks he's more effective. But he was a lot less effective last night. And I thought it was weird. Like, after the game, I thought there was this weird vibe with Golden State, right? Uh -huh. Like, yeah. outside of, like, you know, Steph Curry and the injury concerns, which it seems he's going to be fine. He said today that he's going to play. Um, but you had Steve Kerr after the game bring up, you know, they were asked about the environment. And keep in mind now, we should also know everybody likes these trends. The Warriors are now 3-5 and five straight up, 2-6 and six ATS on the road in the postseason this year. They have not done well away from home. Yeah, okay, also that streak is on the line where they've won yep. a road game and 26 consecutive playoff series. Yep. That streak's on the line. Yes, it is. Yeah. And so we had Kerr bring that up. And then I, I, didn't, I, I thought this was kind of weak. So Clay Thompson is asked about the crowd, and this is what he had to say. Keep on, you're going to hear after this too, a really great moment. But this is what Clay Thompson had to say after the game. We played in front of rude people before, dropping F-bombs with children in the crowd. Real classy. Good job, Boston. How do you feel you played? You like <laughs> okay, so the great part of that for people who are listening uh -huh. is it's Clay Thompson invoking the children. How could you curse uh, in front of the children? You can't drop F-bombs in front of the kids. No, but Come the S-bomb that Draymond dropped in front of his own child right. months later is perfectly fine. And here's the other thing, and I sent this in. Do you remember the first NBA Finals that Golden State made it to? No, excuse me, the second, where they lost when, as the 73-win team to LeBron James. And oh, there of was, course. And there was a moment in that series in which LeBron brings to the media afterwards, because there was kind of a kerfuffle on the floor, uh, that one of them called him a bees, right? A B-word on the court. Was not happy about it. And if you remember, this is what Clay Thompson had to say after okay. that game. Obviously... People have feelings, and people's feelings get hurt, even if they're called a bad word. Um, I guess his feelings just got hurt. I mean, I, we've all been called plenty of bad words on the basketball court before. You know, you, some guys just react to it differently. Uh, all I can say for myself individually, I just try to ignore it or just let it fuel the fire, but I don't carry it with me when, when the job is done. Hmm. Guess his feelings just got hurt last night, Matt Eubens. Yeah, I think uh, he did not ignore it last night. <laughs> but he's got to use it as fuel to the fire in Game Four. Oh, they were I mean, clearly, if that's anything, huh? They were clearly pissed they lost the game. I think that, like, I think that much was clear. It, it was a tough loss for them. So let's see if they bounce back on Friday. Which, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like the whining about the Boston crowd. I think that sends the wrong message uh, from the Warriors. That um, you know they. Everybody's a good front runner. When you're winning, it's all smiles and yep. pats on the back and everything like that. As soon as you lose a game, get your butt kicked, or you've lost two or three, and all of a sudden you're complaining about the crowd. Uh, Phil Jackson used to be one of those guys in every playoff series when the Bulls drop a game, he would start crying about the officials. He would just start working on the officials nonstop with the media. And uh, there's all sorts of angles coaches will play, but I don't know what you have to gain about whining uh, – whining about the crowd mm -hmm. because now the Boston crowd's going to be on you uh, twice as hard in game four. They're going to be coming at these guys even uh, more viciously than they were in uh, game three. I mean, if you tell the Boston crowd, oh, you're rude, you're dropping F-bombs in front of kids, Think about the kids. they're, they're going to double up the number of F-bombs they drop in game four. Was they're going to be going berserk on Friday night. Was Draymond thinking about the kids when he flipped the double birds as he walked off the no, court of Memphis? No, of course not. No, of course I don't not. think so. That's why I, I didn't <laughs> like the whining. I didn't like the whining the Warriors did um, last night. It wasn't a lot of whining. By the way, no. That's uh, let's get that out of the way and talk about Stephen Curry's injury. 
Uh, do we have we have a clip on that? Yeah, I mean, we can play it if you want. Uh, so this is Curry after the game, but he also had media availability already today and said that he was going to play. Oh, he's um, going to play. Yeah. There's no question. So but is, let, he, is he close to 90%? Yeah, well, we don't know what the little health bar above his head says, but uh, let, let's find out what Curry had to say after the game yesterday. Uh, I'll be all right. <coughs> Excuse me. It was, uh, I got caught underneath the Obviously, uh, be some pain, but I'll be all right. Figure out how it feels tomorrow and get ready for uh, for Friday. Ankle? Huh? Ankle? Uh, same thing I did in Denver or uh, against Boston in regular season, but I'll be uh, not not as bad. So if and he's referencing, of course, the play Marcus Smart during the regular season, the last time they played, diving for a loose ball uh, goes into yeah. his foot ankle, and that's what kept him out of the uh, the end of the regular season. Steph Curry. So. Um, Looks like he's going to be fine. Kerr uh, got a little snippy with the media yesterday, too. I don't know if you saw that moment where he said uh, of something along the lines of, you know, um, think he'll be fine. We're going to get it adjusted. He goes, oh, okay. The media member asked, then he'll be available. He's like, I didn't say that. So, <laughs> I, like I said, there was a weird vibe with Golden State. And as we move forward and kind of spin this to game, five, game four on Friday, Matt, I already see a whole lot of zigzag, bounce back, all sort of things that are just, hey, man, Warriors going to bounce back. It's going to be fine. It's going to be 2-2. Two -two. Yeah. I'm not sure that's going to be the case by the time we get to the end of the game on Friday. No, I really don't think that's going to be the case, but I'm not going to lay the points with the Celtics here, and here's why. I got a Celtics series bet. Mm -hmm. I've won uh, spread bets on two of the first three games. You don't have to have a bet on every game of the series, especially when you have a series bet. You don't? You don't you, I know people like to have action on every game, every night. I'll probably live bet this game more than likely. What if you make uh, the number closer to five and a half? Nah, I don't know. I, it's, see, this is a spot where the Warriors, you would think, would come back and fight, but I don't have a lot of confidence in them here. I think if the Celtics have figured out how to play these guys, mm -hmm. and like I said, if they play smart basketball and they're physical, they can handle this Warriors team, and that's the key. Um, last night, the, the offensive... Uh, play in the first three quarters was off the charts in the fourth quarter i believe there were only 34 points that game barely slipped over the total last night landed on 216 you have any quick thought we'll talk about it later the total of uh, 214 and a half going into I game i do four. have an opinion on it but we'll talk about that on the other side though let's shift gears games of the year we're up here at the south point let's discuss This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. JVT, are you ready for a change? I have been, yes. You ready for a fresh start? Yes. How about a real, real fresh start with lasting change? Take the Zen 10 Challenge. Switch up the way you've been enjoying nicotine. Available in a variety of tastes and strengths. Zen Nicotine Pouches deliver smoke-free and spit-free nicotine satisfaction. Zen Nicotine Pouches... Try them for 10 days or your money back. Your fresh starts here. Take the Zen 10 Challenge today at zen.com slash 10. Again, that's zyn.com slash 10. And Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 and older who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine, which is an addictive chemical. Let's talk football. Do we have to? The finals? Oh, yeah. No. I think we should have a Sunday night football show in the summer. Uh, what would you say? Uh, maybe Sunday night or like Sunday early evening? <laughs> Probably about 3 p.m. Pacific time. About 3 p.m.? Yeah. It seems kind of early, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, That's no, hardwood handicappers. <laughs> it is. But, you know, basketball season comes to an end. And while I could totally do a two-hour show on basketball in the offseason, I don't think there'd be many people that would be interested in it once basketball's over with. Well, I'd, actually, you got the NBA draft coming up after the finals, and you got the summer league. So yeah. you got a little bit of a break, a couple-week break. But then the summer league comes to Vegas in uh, early July. Oh, I'm excited. That, no, that's going to be cool. It is going to be cool. Hopefully we'll be out there. Um, I know I will be. That's a fact. All right, so notable South Point college football games of the year. I will just ask you this. So I was talking to Chris Andrews. I, I filled in on Monday on a numbers game, and I had him on. was kind of discussing some of the early trends from what we saw. And the first thing that I noted when I was going through the opening numbers and some of the line moves was that as high as Chris was on Alabama – the market and betters like Paul Stone and others, now that we know, I don't know if Paul bet any of the Alabama games, uh, 
but that every Alabama game moved in favor of the Crimson Tide. I think that's like the immediate the immediate observation I had was as good as you think Alabama was, sharp betters came into these games and thought that they were better. Okay, well, there are two reasons for that. One is there are already some numbers out in the market before Chris Andrews put up his lines here at the South Point. Not on every game. Some of these games like Alabama-Texas on September yeah. 10th, there was a line out there of uh, Alabama 14 at a couple of sports books. Chris opened 12. 12. Yep. Chris opened Alabama 12. So, uh, of course, you're going to get somebody laying the Alabama 12 number here at the South Point because they're going to say that's the cheapest – price you're going to get on Bama, and if by September 10th, I don't like that side, I can always buy back on Texas plus 15 or right. something like that. So there are two ways to bet college football. I think Chris's numbers when he opened here at the South Point were a little bit lower on some Bama games. Bama, Texas A&M, he had lower than the market. Uh, there was a number out there of 17, Yeah, and Chris opened that, I believe, at, uh, what, 14 and a half or that. right around 14. I don't... Uh, I forgot to bring that sheet with me from the opening lines that were out there last Friday. I wrote a column about this in Point Spread Weekly. It's in there uh, today if you're a VSIM subscriber and you get this. And um, I was talking a lot. Alabama, Texas A&M? Alabama A&M. Chris opened it 13 and a half. Okay. And there were 17 out there in the market. So it makes sense that Alabama's going (laughs) to attract money there and and you're going to get betters. Brad Powers, Paul Stone, uh, there were a couple other sharp betters out here. You could bet two thousand uh, per game at the counter. You could bet five hundred per game on the app. And Brad and Paul were out here fi- firing away on Friday, and I think each guy bet about thirty games. Mm-hmm. And um, Chris said at the end of that day, he had taken in about one hundred and fifty thousand yeah. dollars on the college football openers on the games of the year, which is pretty strong action. Uh, but I detailed uh, Brad Power's seven favorite best bets in the, in the column this week, and I mentioned a couple of Paul Stones. Uh, best bets as well, and uh, USC was one team I focused on a little bit. Now I'm going to give you an example of a USC game. We're looking at this graphic here. Um, October 15th, USC at Utah. That line is now seven. All right, the number previous out there in the market was three. Utah was a three-point favorite at another book. Chris opened 12. (laughs) So it makes sense. Brad Power said he didn't. He showed up here at the South Point not planning to bet USC. But when you know there's a three out there in the market and Chris Andrews opens 12, mm. of course you've got to take the 12. Right. So that's why USC was drawing some action too. Uh, USC is a 12-point underdog at Utah. Open is a 12-point underdog at Utah on October 15th. South Point now down to seven. USC opened as a five-point dog at UCLA on November 19th. There was another book out there that had USC favored in yep. that game. That number has now dropped to one and a half, and uh, USC was a five-point home dog to Notre Dame on November 26th on the South Point opener. That number is now down to three, and I agree with that um, completely. I, I don't think Notre Dame should be a five-point favorite at USC. I would take that five right away, but Brad Powers, Paul Stone got those numbers before I could get to them. Uh, we were in here doing a show when the numbers went up, but there was a lot of movement. I think when when you post 99 college football games and uh, Chris Andrews, Vinny Maiulo were the primary guys who were making their numbers on the games, you're going to be right on most of them. These guys, mm-hmm. they were sharp on, you know, if you're sharp on 75 of your 99 line, that's pretty good. But that leaves does leave plenty of opportunities out there for sharp betters to hit some of these other numbers. And that, that's what you're looking for. If you show up here and you want to bet these games last Friday when they open, you're hoping you can find about 20 games out of the 100 where there's a difference between the South Point number and your number, and you can fire on that. And that's where, uh, that's where all the opportunity is in betting these college football games of the year. If you have the bankroll where you can wait three, four, five months uh, to cash your ticket, let the book hold your money, uh, if you you got to have a passion for college football, or you're not right. going to be doing this because you got to make your own numbers and you got to show up ready to bet as soon as uh, Chris Andrews uh, reveals the games on the screen because uh, those numbers that are off, let's say Chris is, if you say Chris's number is off three to seven points from what your number is, you're going to have to bet right away because somebody else is going to come in and beat you to it. 
So you on your article you wrote about these mystery teams, and obviously USC is the headliner there, as you kind of mentioned. The other that stuck out in some of these games in terms of moving against them was Oklahoma. Right and yeah. Lincoln Riley's old, of course, stomping grounds, right. and how that team's going to be rated, and how they're going to be viewed going forward, and it did seem at least from the moves again, a lot of those numbers. I think every single one of the games that Oklahoma was involved in for Chris's numbers, at least number moved against him. Okay, so one game I brought up on the air with Vinny mm. uh, when these opened last Friday was Oklahoma Texas. Yep, and uh, I believe the South Point opened Oklahoma seven against Texas, and Vinny said he made the number eight. I, I said I would have made the number around six. I didn't think Oklahoma should be a, a full touchdown favorite over uh, Texas. And I think the perception still exists that Oklahoma is going to have this wide-open, powerful offense, and it's going to be the same program it was under Lincoln Riley. I don't see how that's possible. First of all, Riley's one of the most innovative offensive minds in the game. He's being replaced at head coach by Brent Venables, who's a defensive coordinator, a lifetime defensive coordinator. So the fact that Alex Grinch, the D.C. from Oklahoma, followed Lincoln Riley to USC is not going to be a loss for the Oklahoma defense because Venables, is, he's a master as a defensive coordinator. But that offense is not going to be uh, producing Heisman candidate right. type of numbers from the quarterback like it has for the last uh, several years. So I, I think – And it did open seven, by the way. That's what I was looking for. Open seven, yep. now it's four and a half, yep. right? Yep. I think Oklahoma now four and a half point favorite. And I said I, I would have made the number maybe somewhere around six, but no higher than six. So I think maybe Oklahoma was inflated a little bit. The, the lines were inflated a little bit. But, hey, Chris Andrews gets these right more often than not. So just because these numbers moved against why he opened doesn't mean we were right or right. he was wrong. Well, that's why, yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's just interesting. I feel like – you, you get some sort of a glimpse into how guys like Paul Stone, Brad Powers, and the others, how they feel about these teams coming into the season. I sure. Mean, we've been lucky enough to talk to a couple of them, uh, but you know, Brad has brought up to us before the phrase he used, USC could be the most improved team by his ratings, but also still one of the most overrated teams. Right. Uh, so that's why I think, yeah, it's not a shot. Of, hey, man, Chris was too low. Chris could be, end up being right about all of these, and all these guys could lose uh, on those games. I just find it pretty interesting that you could get a glimpse on some of these guys and the way they feel. The other team that stuck out was like Miami, for example. Mm -hmm. The few games that Miami was involved with, number moved against them. And of course, Mario Cristobal over there and how they're going to be as a team. Right. Uh, but that's another intriguing team as you go into next year and what they're going to be like. But, yeah, that was my viewpoint on all of these. Yeah, I, I think it's great that Chris opens these. And what's interesting, too, and I, I hit on this, well, I, I talked to Brad Powers and Paul Stone about this because they know what numbers are out there in the market when they show up here at the South Point on Friday. Yep. They know there's a number out there that Utah's a three-point favorite against USC. And when they see Chris put up Utah minus 12 – all right away, uh, you know, your, your uh, antenna goes up. You're like, I got to take the 12 mm -hmm. with USC. Uh, Chris and Vinny did not look at any other numbers that were out there. They just made their own numbers. They put, they put it up on the board, and you have to respect that. Those are old-school bookmakers who trust their numbers. But that also, their philosophy also creates opportunities uh, for sharp betters. Yep. Well, again, like I told Chris, it's uh, pretty much a yearly tradition that you always look forward to in the summer, Chris Andrews' games of the year, mm -hmm. and they're always fun to dive through. And by the way, DraftKings, we should mention, DraftKings put up regular season win totals on every yep. uh, Division One team. They're up there at DraftKings on the website. Uh, check it out. USC's win total is 9.5. All right, we'll come back. Last couple of minutes. Any best bets that we have, we look forward again uh, to Game 4 in the NBA Finals. Let's discuss that total and the updated NB NBA MVP Finals. MVP, whatever. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo. Zumo Play. This is The Edge on VSIN, the sports betting network. Heat up your lineup with the FootJoy Tee Off Challenge. Join two free fantasy golf contests to compete for your share of $10,000 in total cash prizes while the world's best golfers tee off. Head to DraftKings.com. Slash FootJoy now to join the action. FootJoy, the number one shoe and glove in golf. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. A lot of a lot of things going on in the golf world right now, JVT, with the Live Tournament in London uh, teeing off this morning. Phil Mickelson in action. Uh, we've got the RBC Canadian Open and the U.S. Open right around the corner. Yes, yes. Uh, but... Um, we have more important things to focus on. That's here. right. NBA Finals, of course. Uh, we have Game 4 approaching. And um, let's talk really quickly about the big picture here for the Finals because we haven't mentioned the series price. Right? Yeah. Well, what's the percentage chance the Celtics are going to close out this series? That's why we talked about this early in the show today. I think this is important. Uh, when you get to uh, Boston being up 3-2, a series being split, the odds are in the Celtics' favor. At this point. And um, right now at the Westgate Superbook, the Celtics are minus 230. At the uh, Circa book, the Celtics are minus 225. That's the adjusted series price right now. So the odds are in Boston's favor. We talked about the previous times in an NBA Finals when teams split the first two games. How often does a winner of game three go on to win the series? Previous 39 times, the teams have split the first two games of the NBA Finals. The winner of Game 3 went on to win the series 82% of the time. Right. That's why this is an, an important uh, graphic to put up there. Because what are, are you more inclined here to bet more on the Celtics at minus 225, minus th- uh, 230? What percent chance does that equate to? What, about a 70% chance? About 70%. And for reference, that 82% that was up there on the screen, uh, that would be a money line price of minus 450. Right. And history, I mean, that's a 39, uh, not game, but it's a 39 series sample size. 39 teams prior, mm-hmm. 82% of the time, after a 1-1 series split, winner of game three wins a series. That percentage, so that would be minus 450. So... Doug Kazarian of ESPN, who I think is going to join us on the show tomorrow, told me he's going to pound more on the Celtics at this price. He thinks it's a good price at yep. minus 225, 230, whatever you can find out there. What about you? I don't think you're going to bet more because you've already got a Celtics 66 to 1 ticket. You're, yep. you're heavily invested in the Celtics winning this series already. Got to win it at 5 2, so. You don't need to bet more. But if you didn't have that ticket, oh, yeah. you would probably bet more right now because I actually think minus. 230 is a pretty fair price on the Celtics to win the series. Yes, I would agree. And like, even if you want, you can make the argument like, well, this is a different Warriors team. You're not going to make it 450 exactly. And also, just logically, if you put up minus 450 in the you know the comeback, a lot of people mm-hmm. are just going to load up on the Golden sure. State Warriors at that kind of a price. But that does open the door. It gives you with, a little bit of value on the favor. R- correct. Because if we've got 30 other uh, 39 other series that are telling us that 82 percent of the time this result's going to happen at minus 230, I think it's a pretty good value price on a team that. Uh, Clearly, I think looks like the better team anyway, mm-hmm. and uh, still has home court as they're holding on to it at this point after winning right, game three. Right. So I would agree with that. Absolutely. 
Quick recap of uh, best mm-hmm. bets from last night. Uh, like I said, I, I think Marcus Smart might have locked up the MVP with his performance. I hope he hasn't. Warriors shooters were 0 for 9 from the field when defended by Marcus oh, Smart. Oh, we get the finals MVP. Okay. Or as I so eloquently put it, NBA NBA. MVP Tim Murray's finals. got this bet too. Marcus Smart, 100 to 1. Mm-hmm. Let's get there. Come on, Smart. Two huge games to close out the Wait, series. So he does. Oh, yeah, he does. But he also has Jalen Brown, I think. Because when I went out with him last night, he was like, you know, we got to keep the campaign going on Jalen Brown. Okay. Well, He's also a big Celtics I fan. think you guys got a much better shot with Jalen Brown. Let's put it that way. Anyway, winner with the Celtics last night, minus three and a half. And like I said, I'm not going to bet game four before tip-off. I'll probably live bet the game. But um, I, don't, I don't think there's – I don't think there's a bargain in the number. Let's put it that way. If you're going to back to Celtics in Game Four, do you? Are you going to play it? I haven't uh, ruled it out. I, I, like I, I, like I, to sell, I like the Celtics to win the game. I don't. The spot is not as good, and now you're laying a little bit higher number. Oh, here you know what? So this goes back to this goes back to me with Game Two, right? Okay. So Game Two, I took five because I was like, "Damn, the spot. This should not be five, right? And, I wouldn't, and, yeah, and I they wouldn't lost by nineteen. Yeah. Um, would you agree that while this is a bounce back spot. This is nowhere near the same bounce back spot as game two because the difference obviously being Golden State loses a home game, comes back at home in a situation in sure. which they can come back and perform better in front of their own crowd. I do agree with that. I, I kind of like the Celtics in game four, but I'm not going to bet. I don't have to. I've got a bet on the Celtics to win the NBA championship. I don't have to bet on every game. I can also live bet the game tomorrow night. Very true. Look at last night's game. Even when the Celtics went up 18, mm-hmm. they blew the lead. So you, you actually... You could have got a cheaper price. You could have been, you know, in live betting. I, I laid the three and a half before the game because, like I said on the show yesterday, I thought they might take control early and win this game going away, which it looked like they were going to until they blew the 18-point yeah. lead in the third quarter. Uh, as far as game four, I don't feel as strongly about it, but I do think the Celtics are going to win. And I think that bounce-back spot that you're talking about that we always talk about, is mm-hmm. probably going to be game five. The zigzag. When the Warriors go yeah. home right. and have to... Extend it uh, out one more game. <laughs> and have to hold off, excuse me, elimination yeah, I hope they with their backs to the wall. Uh, all right, so two things to clean up in these last five minutes. First off, can we go to finals MVP really quickly? Um, you mentioned Marcus Smart, 101. So I, I've seen a lot of people who are in my camp uh, in terms of invested in Jalen Brown to win the award. Mm-hmm. And, and I think there's been a lot of – And you got him a what, 9-1? to 13-1. Oh, that's even better, yeah. yeah. Um, but there's been a lot of like, how in the world is Jason Tatum the favorite here? I think you got to realize with these odds, these are purely subjective, right? Like these, like we can watch these games and think who should be the favorite to win this. At the end of the day, if I'm an odds, hell, if I'm an odds maker who I believe right now the most likely Celtic to win it is Jalen Brown, mm-hmm. I'm making Jason Tatum the favorite because if you're not making Jason Tatum the favorite, you're going to get inundated with Jason Tatum money. Sure. So that's why, like, I wouldn't freak out if for anybody who's got a ticket like me on Jalen Brown to win this thing. I would not freak out in any way that Jason Tatum is a favorite because I think again, you just put the name up there. I mean, the name like capital T, capital M which is Jason Tatum, the superstar mm-hmm. on the team. But I think if you have watched this series up to this point, I, I, would you agree that Jalen Brown it would be, I think, the most likely Celtic to win finals MVP given his performances in the two victories? He had 17 points in the first quarter last incredible. night. I think he's been the best player uh, for the Celtics, most consistent, I, I would say, on both ends of the four through three games. Right now, just – True odds, or if I were to vote for it, Jalen Brown would be my favorite. He would mm-hmm. be my favorite. He'd be my pick to be MVP. But, yeah, I, I certainly understand why Jason Tatum is about even money as the MVP favorite, and Stephen Curry's the second choice. Hey, if, if the Warriors come back somehow and win this series, Curry's going to be the MVP without question. Yep. You say whatever. I saw some people taking shots at his legacy last night in Twitter. Jesus. Just stop this nonsense, okay? This guy's the greatest shooter in the history of the game. Uh, yeah, they beat a Cleveland Cavaliers team that was uh, wounded in the finals. Uh, what year was that? 2015? Yeah. 2015? Actually, I think it was like the seven-year anniversary of LeBron's Game 2 performance, in, okay. or Game 3 performance, which they went up 2-1 in the series. And they won yeah. titles in 17 and 18 yeah. with Kevin Durant, but that, that doesn't tarnish Curry's legacy. If you watched him last night, he was the best player on yeah. the floor. If you're still Obviously, doing... he got exposed on some defensive possessions. But this guy is incredible. Uh, when he gets on a roll... He almost wiped out an 18-point deficit by himself. Now, Clay Thompson hit a couple big shots, but, man, Curry is just uh, – he is incredible. And don't try to tell me his legacy yep. is uh, tarnished or he's not one of the great players, 10 great players in the history of the game if they don't win this finals. You know what? Here's another thing. 
You're not seeing many contributions from Jonathan Kaminga in this finals. The Warriors have some That's really talented young guys sitting yeah. on that bench or saying, Warriors could be better next year than they are now. Of course they could, yeah. right? That's the other thing. Uh, yeah, if you're still doing the legacy thing with Curry, like go outside, touch some grass. Like that's ridiculous. Why? Why every year in the NBA Finals do people on social media have to get wrapped up in it's, this MJ it's, LeBron legacy it's stuff? The new thing, just man. leave it alone. I'm Who with cares? you. It, it's such a tiresome thing. Uh, and really quickly, last point on MVP shot quality. Uh, you know how much I love these numbers. Through three games, the shot quality MVP formula: mm-hmm. Steph Curry number one, Jalen Brown number two, Jason Tatum number three, Andrew Wiggins number four, and Al Horford coming in at number five. Ranks based on shot quality points, shot quality passing points, shot quality good possessions, and bad possessions as well. So that's just their own metric, but I think it speaks to, again, what we're talking about here. And in the last 90 seconds, as we look to uh, tomorrow in game four, uh, I think that the, depending on where this is, like my buy price is going to be like 216, 216 and a half. Uh-huh. I'd bet this thing under the total. Under? These, are, yeah. these have been some pretty slow games. Yesterday, about 92 possessions between the two teams. The efficiency has just been off the charts, especially from a shooting standpoint. If you just get a little dip in efficiency, you're going to see this game go under the total, I would think. Uh, and the Warriors have not been great in the half court in this series as a whole, and I would expect that to continue as their lack of size is going to translate still. So I would look to play that under. You've also got the the Curry ankle injury, which right. uh, he's not going to be full speed. I leaned under last time. I'm glad I didn't bet it because the Same. first three quarters, the offensive efficiency was off the charts. Yes. The game screeched to a halt in the fourth quarter, and Golden State scored, what, 11 points in the fourth last night? Yes. And it still barely slipped over the total, so I, I would lean under again in game four. That last 30 what? seconds reminds me of my favorite little stat. Uh, so everybody's freaking out, right? Warriors plus 43 in the third. You know what they are in all other quarters? Minus 40. Okay. <laughs> So just saying, like, hey, you know what? And you're laying one and a half points with them in the third quarter. And people are betting this to, till they're so they got nothing, I guess. I don't know. It keeps hitting, so I guess you keep going, right? All right, we're all done. Uh, vcin.com slash podcast. You missed out any part of the show. Uh, vcin.com in general, great written work in the specific sports like NHL, like Major League Baseball, college football, and others. And, uh, of course, stick around. Bye, guys in the desert. Coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Work. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.